Welcome, podcasters, to Patrick Valancourt, aka PBJ Valancourt's rant podcast. On today's episode, we have Andrew. Andrew and I actually go way back. Uh, how far or how long ago do do we know each other, Andrew? Is it since we were like two years old or something like that? It's I believe closer to probably four or five. Well, okay, so let's just say two because. Well, that's a little more dramatic. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we're childhood friends um, from Ottawa. We've known each other a very long time. We've managed to stay in touch over the years and lost communication. And, and well, I mean, we, we still talk, so here we are. Um, okay, Andy, let's, um, let's talk about what is happening in the world right now. First of all, yesterday I covered a bunch of YouTube drama. I kind of want to stay clear of that. But what has seemed to come up in the past 24 hours is what Trump has done. <laughs> um, so for those who don't know what I'm laughing and talking about, tr- how do I say this, Andy? Um, Trump has revoked people's not even privilege. Trump unfortunately right. decided to reinstate a U.S. military ban on transgender people. Yeah, that. Uh, that's pretty. <laughs> uh, I've watched. I've watched a few videos on it today. People breaking it down and explaining the reasoning why with actual facts. Here we're not really discussing facts, more of opinion. Um, but I can't ignore what was said today. So somebody did say that. Okay, first of all, that's like that. That makes no sense. That's. It's like revoking. It brings us back to like the recent time where people were taking away um gay people's rights i mean i know they're not correlated but it, it's you know lgbtq or you know what that the full thing stands for i could be in total left field here but i believe that transgender falls under the lgbt lbgt andy you know what i'm talking about or no uh i do not unfortunately so you might be in left field l l g l l g b t q it's like lesbian, gay, L G, B, bisexual, trans. Uh, let's see. L G B T Q is an acronym that stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, and yeah, queer, okay. and is used to designate a community of people whose sexual or gender identities can create shared political and social concerns. Yeah. Okay. So it does fall under that. So you're revoking. Gotta love Google. Yeah. Thanks. Um, you're rev- <laughs> you're revoking. LGBT, like a part of LGBTQ's rights, which are human rights. Like not to just say that they have separate rights, but they're human rights. And the fact that you're at Trump, I don't know why I'm saying you are, but the fact that Trump is taking that away from people, it makes no sense. I did though. I, oh, I, I don't want to talk about this because I don't personally have all the facts. I just went off of somebody else's video who has more facts than I do. They had mentioned, um, and this is what I was going to talk to you about off off the, the podcast, like prior to, to coming on, but I want to save it for this, Andy, was it was, it's not about their rights. It's a, um, what, what do they say? is a financial decision. So the military, I think yearly spends 40 some billion. It's in the billions of dollars. Like it's way up there. That's, that's their kind of yearly budget or, um, well, I can say budget cause they're in debt as is kind of everybody in the world, it seems. But that's what they spend yearly. So it wasn't 
an attack on the LGBTQ community. From what I heard, it was more of a financial decision because yearly this, the, the funds that are allocated, um, the, the government funds that are allocated towards the operations of transgender seems to be in the two to eight million or something like that. One to, I don't think it was over $10 million a year. So it's between one and $10 million a year. So that's why they cut the funding, which in the grand scheme of things, when you compare $40 billion or even $10 billion to five, two million, like it doesn't seem that significant of a thing to just kind of revoke, especially when it's people that are behind that. It's not just revoking something that won't affect people. It's revoking something that will affect people and the community. Um, it, that doesn't make any sense. It, oh, yeah, even, even from a financial perspective, like it just, it's, uh, that's crazy what he did, taking that away from people. Yeah, it's very uh, unjustified in my opinion. Due to the fact that uh, I do understand that money is a thing you know, there's debt everywhere. Sometimes you have to cut corners, whatnot, to make some of that money back. But to to, to go this way, like uh, there was a study done by the Rand Corporation in 2016 that was commissioned by the uh, Defense Department. And let's see, the study came with about 1,320 to 6,630 in between those <laughs> Are you, are you numbers. on Google right now? <laughs> no, there's actually uh, you're pulling this out of your ass. Little fun facts, yeah. No, no, it's definitely Google. <laughs> it, it's just it's just fun to have actual facts instead of just talking about you know you're talking about it without actual proper information. But anywho, no, you're right. Yeah, anywho, the uh, between those two ranges of people. And let's scroll down here. The costs range between 2.4 mil to 8.4 mil. So it's exceedingly small proportion this of is a total the cost, of, you know. The cost of transgender um, surgery or um, fees, I guess? Well, it's, it's I, I suppose you could say that. from Based off of what I'm reading, it's basically, yeah, it's uh, related to surgeries among active service members. So it, rate, it ranges between 2.4 mil to 8.4 mil. And they say that's an exceedingly small uh, proportion of total healthcare expenditures in total spent by the uh, military. But the fact here, it, the fact here is more so the fact of the actual people. Like you're not really treating a person as a person at this point. Like everyone has the right to have the sexual orientation of whatever way they want. They're allowed to be who they want. Maybe if they're not comfortable being one person, they want to be that other. And now you're taking that right from that person. Like maybe someone wants to be part of the military. Maybe they already are. They did training. They're capable of being deployed. And to just take that person's right away, I find that very unjustified. Not to mention the psychological aspect of that. Like that could really mess with a person's head. I honestly can't really think of it myself because I'm not in this scenario. But uh, I can but fathom what they have to go through. Yeah, it's crazy. So do you, so you've done a little more research than I have. So is it people that are currently in, they're kicking them out and um, people that are trying to join are being kicked out. Um, like uh, what if, basically. what if somebody has already had the surgery 
Um, are they being kicked out as well? Like you did mention uh, before we started this, I the thing about the seal. So, like, no one's actually being kicked out yet. I uh, granted just skimmed through this, but uh, there are people who are trying to fight this. I am not a hundred percent who. I would actually have to find it, but uh, it's not actually like this uh, act or this pretty much a reinstatement of this uh, military ban hasn't actually gone through yet. I don't believe, anyways. But when they when it does go through, or if it does go through, or if it doesn't, uh, what it intends is no one who is a transgender can join the military, hmm. and then anyone who's already in it is removed, or sorry, anyone who's in it who's a transgender is removed. Like I, I would understand if well, I wouldn't understand, but it would make more sense from a financial perspective and kind of a PR perspective that. The military would stop funding that, but not kick people out. I mean, if you wanted to get that, yeah, exactly. that operation done, then then do it on your own dime, as opposed to having you know taxpayers and, and government funds kind of backing that. I mean, I don't agree with that. I think the the government. I mean, if it affects your ability to to function at work and ability to complete your task. I suppose the government or your employer should be able to uh, compensate you or be able to provide you with necessary accommodations. Um, but I, I don't really believe that they should just, that he should just kick people out who have already gone through it or are able to get it on their own dime or the whole thing. The whole thing just seems really messed up. Jeez. That's, uh, Unfortunately, it's not a very, uh, <laughs> very lively topic to speak of. It's very depressing. <laughs> it is. Well, I think I think that he is homophobic because a while ago, one of the first things he did when he got into office, didn't he do something like uh, end gay marriage in certain states? Uh, unfortunately, I cannot comment on that because I'm not actually sure myself. Oh, well, I feel like I, I heard that somewhere. Um, right when he got into office. I don't know. I could be talking out of my ass. Who knows? I talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Trump always finds a way to do something stupid. Oh, did you hear what he did about the bill that was passed? Now, this is, again, something that somebody told me. I haven't done my own research. Um, but there was a bill that he had passed. While everyone was distracted with stuff going on in the Middle East, uh, something about if you're not legally if you don't have the right documentation in uh the u.s the government has to or your your township or municipality whatever you have to be handed over to the authorities you have to be like essentially turned in um and if you're not turned in any municipality municipality township county state whatever it is in the states um if you have people that, you know, illegals essentially that are residing there, you're cut off from government funding. So what huh. that means is let's just pick New York City as an example because it's fun. If there are any people in New York City who don't have legal documentation of living there, so illegals, right, um, overseas or from Mexico, wherever, if they're living in, in New York and they don't get turned over, they don't get turned into, I don't know who, the police, the Trump himself, the government, whatever, then 
the the NYPD or more specifically the New York City would stop getting government funding. Now NYPD falls under that category. And what would happen is the military would come in and take over instead of NYPD. It's not just that's that's fucking insane. Pardon my French, but can you imagine NYPD having no funds? The cops cannot get paid. Their their bank accounts are drained, so they can't pay their employees. I don't know how many cops are in New York, like 40,000 or something stupid. And then the military would come in and completely take over. The military would take over New York City. That's just one city as an example. Now, from talking about this, uh, from, the, from the time I heard, which is maybe a month ago or a month and a half ago, uh, I believe this bill was passed. I believe it was passed. Um, but through conversation, I did hear somebody say that the big cities, so that would be New York, L.A., uh, I don't really know many other big cities in the States since we're not American, but the big, the mainstream cities, right, um, they were going to appeal that, and it seemed likely that they would win the appeal or something like that. I don't really know. The States is messed up. Trump... I don't want to talk bad about the president of the United States, but Trump is, he is so manipulative and so deceiving because I think that from what he's doing right now, this stunt, okay, it, this whole transgender being kicked out of the military, I think that people should watch him very closely and not necessarily focus on that, but I think there's going to be more things to come that he's going to try and sneak under the rug while people are busy talking about this because that seems to be the pattern with trump i don't know if that's ever been covered in in the news um but i've noticed it and he's just deceiving like he does a tweet and well i'm sure the whole world knows or should know about him and his twitter they somebody should probably take his phone away from him but he, (laughs) he he tweets and the whole world talks about it and while he's doing that he passed the bill like no, like what I just talked about, how if you're in a city and you're, you're not legally documented to be there, your town, that town gets cut from government funding. He threw that in while everyone was distracted from his tweets or whatever was going on in the Middle East. It's freaking insane. This guy, he's so manipulating, manipulative, and it, fuck, it's crazy. I feel, I feel bad, but I can't say that Canada's much better. <laughs> I have my own opinion of Trudeau. Uh... Unfortunately, unfortunately, people that are in those positions, like president and prime minister or whatever, they're just kind of the front face, right? They don't, they're like, even though, so what, how Trudeau represents himself, the way he carries himself, the way he talks doesn't always back up the way that he acts in terms of bills that get passed and like big media stunts. It's weird. I feel it's almost it's almost bipolar, not not in an offensive way, but it's just like the way he talks when he's not talking in the news, when he's just talking at an event or whatever and somebody catches it on YouTube, it seems very different than when he does a big um, you know, news press release stunt, PR stunt, whatever they're called. But <laughs> so and Trump, he Trump just acts the way that he talks and acts the way that 
well, all whatever he says and does backs up how he acts, right? So that is kind of weird. So I don't know if what I'm saying is coming across in something that can be understood. It makes sense in my head. I'll try and break it down even more. The president and prime minister of any country, in my opinion, are just kind of not puppets, but they're kind of just the, the face of what's happening. They don't get to make the final decision themselves. I think that, in fact, they only have a small say in what actually ends up happening. Um, Trump, I feel, is very powerful. And if he does a tweet saying this and that, then everybody that also sits around that chair that gets to vote on if that actually happens, I feel like he kind of bullies them into making it happen. So he usually gets what he wants. Uh, but Trudeau is different. I don't know. Does that, does that make sense? Did I just make any sense, Andy, or no? To a certain degree. Yeah, story of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else on the agenda today, Andy? That is a very good question. What else is on the agenda, Patrick? <laughs> this wasn't very well prepared. Um, okay, well, I know I said I wasn't going to talk about YouTube drama, but YouTube drama! <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, what's happening on youtube nowadays i don't keep in the whole uh well okay let's be honest i did watch a couple of youtube's video because you were talking a lot about it today or was it yesterday anywho yeah so, uh, some interesting the whole stuff. jake paul thing jake paul sued by neighbors um yeah geez jake paul is just trending everywhere sniper wolf uh okay so you know who sniper wolf is she's a, a pretty big or a, a big YouTuber, not pretty big. She's very big. Uh, I am, yes. I used to watch her all the time. She was awesome. So she... So, okay, so to give a little bit of kind of backstory, I talked about it a little bit yesterday, or maybe a lot, I can't remember. Short short memory span. Um, Rice Gum is a big YouTuber. Summer Rae is a massive Instagram model. Alyssa Violet is an Instagram and YouTube star, I guess. Um, X Fine Star, rest in peace, Fine. They all live in the same house. Alyssa Violet used to date Jake Paul, as I mentioned yesterday, and as I think a lot of people should know if they tried or if they know anything about Jake Paul. Um, they all live in the same house with Faze. Um, what's his name? Actually, I don't know if Alyssa lives there. She's dating. It's Faze Sensor. Faze Sensor. She's so Alyssa Violet is dating Faze Sensor. Sniper Wolf on a live stream, because she's a gamer, Twitcher, Twitch gamer, whatever it is she does. On a live stream, she dissed Summer Rae and Alyssa Violet. She said Summer Rae is fake. Um, Alyssa Violet is just trying to get more viewers through Rice or whatever. They sleep around and make their way around the YouTube community to try and further their career. This is why Sniper Wolf hates girls. And then she called out phase for wanting to sleep with him or wanting to sleep with her a long time ago and then phase um leaked some old text messages and or direct messages him and his buddy another phase guy i can't remember his name it's the phase um uh kind of one of them is known for uh what the hell is it fitness i guess he's a fitness in, in, uh enthusiast he, enthusiasm. Yeah, he he used to 
Um, he he had text messages from Sniper Wolf because she apparently was trying to get with him. So Sniper Wolf just dug herself a hole. Like, I don't think these people realize that what they're saying. Like, okay, for for me right now, I I mean I I'm talking about I'm expressing my opinion. I probably shouldn't be because what I'm gonna say is gonna sound super hypocritical. That's also been the story of my life for the past few days. Hypocrite alert. <laughs> no. But these people, they're aware of how big of an audience they have, yet they're still throwing things out and they don't think that's going to come and bite them in the ass. Like, why can't everybody just keep to themselves? Well, I, I, I should probably keep to myself too then if I'm saying that. Sometimes. Okay, you know what? No more YouTube drama. <laughs> Let's stop that right there. Dead in its tracks. <laughs> uh. Yeah, okay. Um, you know what? My aunt called me today. And I know I'm talking about my aunt. How boring. But there's something, <laughs> this, this will actually be good for you, Andy, and anybody else who's in Ottawa. There's this thing coming, and it's called, what the hell is it? The Machine. La Machine, yeah. Yeah, and it's there for like five days. And it's just this big robot that... Dragon I think robot there's I think there's a few. There's like smoke. a dragon, a giraffe. I haven't looked into it, but I'm excited to go see that. I think it's just like uh I don't think it's an actual like uh parade show or whatnot. I think it's just like literally huge ass uh stat well, not really statue sculptures. Uh well, anyway. Uh big dragons, big giraffes, big whatnots that are just gonna be found downtown for uh, everyone to see, which sounds epic. Yeah, and they blow fire. Like actual fire. That part I didn't hear. That part now I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it blows actual fire. My aunt was telling me about that. She's like, did you hear about that? And I was like, no, I don't live in Ottawa. I don't know why I would hear about this, but thanks for calling. Road trip. Me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> flight trip. Oh, well, a flight trip. Yeah. yeah it's been Vancouver a, now. Been Vancouver Island. Island. <laughs> yeah, island. Yeah, I'm an islander. <laughs> I'm an island boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really douchey to say. But my mom said it all the time when she first moved out here saying, oh, life on the island is so good. And, well, now I kind of feel obligated to say that because, you know, like mother, like son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else, Andy? Um, I'm trying to think of, sorry, podcasters, if you're listening to this, we're very unprepared. I just felt like ranting today, so I turned this on. The weather yes, here I has been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Patrick felt like ranting so much that he wouldn't take no for an answer. <laughs> oh, today today was actually really cool. Today, um, I know I haven't uploaded the YouTube video yet, but when I do, make sure to go check it at PBJ Valancourt. No, wait, hold on. YouTube.com forward slash PBJ Valancourt. Um, link will be link, <laughs> link will be in the description. <laughs> but Wednesdays has been my mental health day. And when I first moved out here, man, I was so depressed. Like I've been out here for, is it 25th, 6th now? So I've been out here for just over a month. And that means I've missed four Wednesday nights, or three. Four, three, three or four. Um, and that's been really hard for me to give up my support group. Uh, but I today, I well, I told you, I, I ran into a homeless person there, and uh, we, played, we played guitar, and that was amazing. And then later on, once the vlog was over, I got Skyped. I haven't even told you this, Andy. I got Skyped in to my support group and played guitar with them for an hour and a half. Oh, huh. that's pretty dope. Yeah, that was incredible. That was cross-country Skype guitar mental health 
jam night thing. That was really cool. I That meant so much to me, seeing all their faces and just being passed around on a laptop. And I got a little dizzy because everyone was kind of rotating the laptop really fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just ahead. Stop. But that was really cool. And if you know, if anybody's listening at this point now, I would just like to tell them that I did a post on Instagram about this. I'm going to repeat it again. In business, it's it's a common phrase that your network is your net worth. And what that means, if you're not a business person, you don't really understand, I'm just going to break it down a little further, is who you know basically determines how much you're worth and where you're going to get in life. To some extent, I, I guess I agree with that because life is all about connections and who you know to an extent, but a big extent. Well, my spin on that for mental health is, you know, your support group or your support network is ultimately who you are. So if you have people that love you and that support you and you move away or you, you, you've lost touch or whatever it is, don't ever, and it's just my opinion and my you know, advice and, and all that, but don't ever burn bridges. So these people, I, I honestly, before I left Toronto, I thought, to my, you know, we were all talking at the Military Family Resource Center about how, oh, yeah, I'm going to get Skyped in. But you know how things are when somebody's moving or, you know, oh, yeah, we'll talk, we'll stay in touch. I didn't actually think that it was going to happen because, well, who wants to have a laptop in there when everyone's trying to play guitar and learn? But the response I got today was incredible. And it honestly made me feel so good. It put me back on track where I needed mentally. It was just, I, I, I honestly, I can't even describe how I felt from that. That was just, aside from just saying how great that made me feel, because that guitar night, that Wednesday night jam was such a big part of my life. Every single Wednesday for almost nine months or eight months or whatever it was, it was a long period of time. Aside from when I was traveling, I attended and it was, you know, they become, even though it's just once a week, they kind of become part of your life. And it's a routine. You know, you go in, you haven't seen each other for a week, you just pick up where you left off and just kind of getting getting thrown back into that uh, was, was incredible. So don't ever burn bridges and your support network or your support group. Some people don't like hearing support group because they think that, well, it's kind of unnecessary or whatever. Like I understand if you're not, diagnosed with depression support group might sound a little hard some people don't like that but your support network and there's nothing wrong with having a support network i believe everybody should have a support network it doesn't have to be a mental health thing like it doesn't have to have a mental health spin on it as in like a, a negative thing not that it is negative i don't exactly i think i'm kind of digging myself a hole here but a support network is just people that love and support you and it's so important to have that. Andy is like number one on that list. He's been there for me through thick and thin. And just having Andy always there, like always a call away is crazy. And we are, Andy, Andy didn't we lose touch for like basically the entire duration? We lost touch for a couple years. More than when that, you're in Timmins. More than that. I was well, in Timmins for no. five years. We didn't, I never saw you when I was living in Timmins. I never went from Timmins to Ottawa to see you. Right, it was just mm, that is I, actually very true. It was just yeah, when, I moved to when you moved to Toronto. No. Yeah. 
And so we went five years without communication. I remember the first two or three years, or maybe randomly, I got a, a birthday card in the mail from you. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, Andy. And it's just, you know, you, you lose touch and you say to people when they're moving away again, like how we did. I don't really remember how we said goodbye when I was, when we were eight, I guess. But it was. Sadly, I do not remember either. Yeah, it was probably like, you know, our voices were a little higher pitched. And it was probably <laughs> it was probably like, oh yeah, we'll stay in touch. And we'll, oh come on, we'll where's call. the high pitch voice? <laughs> oh yeah, we'll stay in touch. I can't do it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm sure we had kind of these false promises that people tend to do when they move away. Because when you move somewhere new, you you start a new life, and and you you don't want to kind of sometimes you may not want to revisit your old life and your quote unquote old friends. Um, Because you feel like you've outgrown them or moved past them. But I'm so glad that that wasn't the case for us, Andy. I'm so glad that wasn't the case for other situations in my life, exactly like the mental health night tonight. Now, it's only been four weeks before, like, what I've gone through, you know, in in the past four weeks and what everyone there has gone through. I feel, you know, four weeks doesn't always seem like four weeks. could seem a lot longer. could seem a lot shorter, depending on a lot of factors. But... Yeah, that was uh, if yeah if, one, the one takeaway from this one. I think I did a good one takeaway from the last podcast as well. Maybe that'll be the thing of my rant podcast. The one good takeaway hidden somewhere in the twenty plus minute long rant about absolutely nothing. But the one takeaway <laughs> you got to find it. It's <laughs> Easter egg. The one takeaway is your support network is your no. What did I say? Shit. Your support network is you. You are your support network. Who you are is not necessarily defined by your support network, but they can define you in a positive way. And yeah, that was a good, I don't know how long I was talking about that there for five minutes, but (laughs) I know this isn't the mental health podcast, but that was on my mind. That did happen today. And I didn't even include that in the vlog. I think I will post a separate video about that, kind of reiterating what I did just talk about in this or what I am currently talking about in this podcast. Oh, whew, that feels good to get off the chest, Andy. Holy smokes. Yeah, glad to hear it. In other news, I don't quite know, Andy. Come on. Let's uh let's talk. It always it always seems a little nerve-wracking. Like when Andy and I we we talk sometimes daily, but for the most part weekly or at least a few times a week on the phone. And whenever we talk, we can just talk for like hours basically. And sometimes we don't even talk. We just kind of have each other on the phone through headphones and we're doing our day, like whatever. It's been 30 minutes. Why aren't you talking? Oh, I'm making supper. I forgot I was on the phone. My bad. Yeah. Like earlier, (laughs) earlier today when I was vlogging, I had Andy in my headphones and I did a scene for the vlog and I took my headphones and I tucked them in my shirt and like, for me, it felt like at least a couple minutes went by, but it was probably like 30 seconds to a minute. Yeah, it took about 20 seconds to realize that you weren't talking to me. I'm like, ah. Yeah, okay. 20 seconds. <laughs> like, I just totally <laughs> forgot that he was there and he just stayed on the line. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's funny. Oh, yeah, it's just it's weird when when you turn on the podcast, you feel like there's some sort of obligation. And you know what? I'm new to podcasting, so you know, be a little easy on me and understand that. But I think that I should start having some sort of, not script, but some sort of format. 
but I do just love randomly talking. So I feel like a lot of the, like, this is my rant channel or my rant episodes. Um, and some of the best conversations just come out of nowhere, you know? They just, just from talking and talking and talking, and then boom. Oh, nothing happened. I do agree. Let's try that again. Talking and talking and talking, and boom. No, it's still nothing. Shit. Boom. <laughs> Guess that didn't work. Oh, you know what? I was talking with my aunt today about, I know, guys, I'm talking about phone calls with my aunts, but this does apply to my life. Um, I was talking to my aunt today about branding myself. So I know that now because this isn't on my mainstream platforms, like this is just my rant podcast, I do, I don't feel obligated to to not swear. I mean, if I'm going to swear, I'm going to swear, but I, I do need to, I do want to tone down on my YouTube swearing. So I feel like I do it a little too much on there as well as uh, on Instagram and Snapchat and things like that. So I'm working on that because I want to be more brand friendly. I've taken, I, I look at negative situations or kind of bad things that happen to other people and I try and learn from them. Now, that's not to say that I'm by lo- just observing people, I'm completely going to avoid that, those situations myself. Obviously not. The best way to learn is by experiencing it yourself. Doesn't mean I'm going to go out of the way to do, get, make those things happen to me. And I'll explain what I mean in a second. I, it might not make sense right now. So by observing Jake Paul, so. I know I'm going back to Jake Paul. Bear with me. Jake Paul had a contract with Disney. And because of where maybe it's part of his strategy, but because how he's been acting recently, him and Disney parted. Now, he doesn't really swear in his vlogs. I think he says flipping or he bleeps it out with a dolphin or something like that. (laughs) Just like your squirtle. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, that was very short term. <laughs> what the squirtle? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm still experimenting with my own channel, right? It's taken me a little bit of time. And uh, my mom is the one that, that uh, got me going with this mot, mot du jour thing. And I think that I can turn that into something kind of cool. Le and... mot du jour. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should start screaming like that. I don't know. See, just talking about it, I'm finding more and more things about myself. And yesterday's podcast is where Ash recommended that instead of I do, uh, instead of doing mot du jour only in French, I do different um, countries. So, like saying hello in you know Mandarin or something. What's what's konnichiwa? What is that? What language That's is that? That's hello in Japanese. Japanese. So, if somebody tweeted me say konnichiwa or word of the day konnichiwa, then I would start off with. You know, word of the day is konnichiwa or something like that. <laughs> and then I would talk about that and how to use that in a sentence. And then you would wait till the end of the vlog for me to just say konnichiwa. Because <laughs> that is its own <laughs> phrase slash sentence. Uh, okay, went off on a bit of a tangent here. But what I was trying to say from Jake Paul is I've learned that you, you need to be, if you're going to be family friendly, you need to be consistent. And... For the most part, I haven't been that family friendly uh, in all of my vlogs. I mean, I vape, I swear. Uh, you know, I just kind of been vlogging for myself and I haven't been thinking about the bigger picture down the road. So I was having a good conversation with my aunt. I think I'm going to start changing my image a little bit. Now, not, not something that's drastic. I don't want to drastically just change everything because my heart has to be in the right place. So I am trying to tone down on, on swearing. I think in today's vlog, I did say, God damn it. 
uh, one point might not be the worst thing, but I do want to find a proper bleep. Um, <laughs> maybe I'll bring back Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> when I have a long square Pikachu, didn't, didn't, didn't you have? A, yeah, I was gonna say, didn't you have a Pikachu in there I, once I think, upon a time as I well? I think for one, I had like Charmander or something. <laughs> Maybe I couldn't even say it. I thought, I thought that was cute because there's a lot of people that watch Pokemon. I wish I started that when Pokemon Jeez. Go came out. Yeah. Um, you're going with all the uh, Gen One starters. Where's Bulbasaur? <laughs> that was the idea. Was depending on different <laughs> swears. I would use different uh, uh, noises. Maybe I, maybe I should bring that back. I don't know. It's, <laughs> um, it's te- hard. Technically speaking, Pikachu's not a starter, though. But he is, he is Ash's he's, partner. Yeah, he's the main character. <laughs> yeah, or one of the main. But yeah, it's um, I've been really focusing on how I want to brand myself for the long run. And that's what I was talking to my aunt about today. And it's just good to talk to people that have more experience. Now, my aunt doesn't have experience in what I'm trying to do in terms of social media and like branding yourself as not necessarily a business, but as as a brand. Well, I guess you brand yourself as a business. I don't know. And anyway, she has more life experience. So I'm always open to talking to people about anything. Like it doesn't matter where you come from in the world. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter your... Anything, even somebody who has less, uh, less expertise um, or experience, I am still willing to do that because it offers a different perspective. It's like, it's like that good saying, or maybe not a saying. I don't know what it, what it is exactly, but it's when um, you know people when they're referring to like good CEOs of a company, like yeah, this CEO um, would would talk to or no. Maybe no. Okay, I'm getting that confused. It wasn't a CEO talking to somebody. It was somebody talking to a CEO. So it's how, what kind of person are you? Are you somebody who talks differently to a janitor versus a CEO of a multi-million or billion-dollar company? Or something like that. I can't remember the saying, but you, you, you hopefully you understand part of that. Um, what the hell did that have to do with anything? I have no idea. Oh, you're asking me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Andy, I am. <laughs> what did that have to do with anything? <laughs> and here I thought you were on a roll. <laughs> yeah, I felt like that was going somewhere, and then just all of a sudden, no brain fart. Holy smokes. End of thinking capacity. <laughs> yeah, so it seems. Well, uh, well do you have anything else there, Andy? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm actually pretty astounded that uh, there was a spider, and I actually did not freak out on your podcast. I just eliminated it. Dude, there was a calmly. spider when I opened my door because I have a, a door that opens into the patio. Oh no! Don't don't don't, don't start talking about spiders. Dude, there's a spider in like <laughs> the door where they where you lock it. I guess I open the door and like, fuck, man, I hate spiders. Jesus, uh, and I it, I haven't been doing myself any justice because it's Vancouver Island and it's nice out. I have all the windows open. The door to the patio right now is open. The door in my bedroom that goes to the patio is also open. I'm surprised. This that sounds like a now. terrible idea. That sounds like mosquitoes. But there's no anything there's no AC floor. Dude, there's no mosquitoes out here. Oh yeah, true. 
Like, there are, don't get me wrong, don't come to Vancouver Island and get bit by a mosquito. And like, oh, no, <laughs> PBJ Valakur said there was Bad none. Friend. You're a liar. Yeah. No, don't, don't quote me on that for life. Um, but where I am right now, there's no real mosquitoes. Like, the climate is different. I mean, if you go into the forest, yes, there's mosquitoes. But um, just walking around here, like, there's none. Like, having the door open. There was that one time, I think we were on the phone, and I was outside vaping or editing or something. Well, I always vape. Um, so it's probably both, and I let like a moth the size of a freaking basketball come in the house, and I was just because the, the the window was open and it was flying around the light, and I I just kind of looked spider at it. Spider number two. Oh my god, spider number three. I'm really sorry. There's just a lot of spiders. <laughs> okay, yeah, nobody cares about your spiders. This is my podcast. I know. <laughs> I know. It's well, just my arachnophobia kicking in. All right, all right. We'll uh we'll end it here. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you so much for giving me your time of day. Andy, you as well. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And no if you're uh, going to be a longtime viewer or what uh, listener of this rant podcast, uh, you should probably expect more of Andy because Andy and I talk on the phone almost every night. With that, everybody, have a good night. What do I normally say in my vlogs? Keep your head up. Laugh when you can and stay positive. See ya.